0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, October 2nd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's state Lines. Prop 15 raising water costs. Trump gets a swamp rat bill. UC gets hemp creek grant. Aid talks continue and Harris pushes worker heat standards. Farm groups say Proposition 15 would raise irrigation costs. Prop 15, the split-roll tax initiative on the November ballot, will increase costs for irrigation systems, argues the Alliance of California Farmers and Ranchers. The coalition of trade groups is calling Prop 15, quote, a tax grab that threatens all of us with higher costs. By taxing improvements like irrigation systems, the measure would add more expense for farmers, leading to less business for equipment manufacturers and retailers, they argue. Ag groups have heavily opposed the measure for its proposal to assess fixtures like barns, fences and vineyards at fair market value and a partial repeal of the 1978 Prop 13 ballot measure. Nutria bill goes to President's desk. A bill reauthorizing funding for a nutria eradication program passed the Senate yesterday and advanced to President Trump. The bill would allocate $12 million to affected states, including California. Farmers can sleep better knowing their crops and water infrastructure are safe, and environmentalists can be happy that the native plants and animals being destroyed by these swamp rats will survive according to Central Valley Representative Josh Harder of his bill, CDFA to award $24 million in specialty crop grants. When USDA awarded $72 million in specialty crop block grants on Wednesday, the largest portion went to California. CDFA now plans to award nearly $24 million to 58 projects through a competitive process. The department is prioritizing disadvantaged farmers and underserved communities. All that note, Sacramento and San Luis Obispo are the next counties to join Housing for the Harvest, CDFA's program for isolation housing for farm workers. Creek Design gets UC Riverside students a $75,000 grant. EPA awarded eight college teams nearly $600,000 yesterday for research projects focused on sustainable designs. A UC Riverside team won $75,000 after pitching a design for sustainable concrete made from hemp pulp. The concept promises a stronger, better insulated design for hempcrete with no emissions or toxic waste products. The funding will enable the team to further develop the project and test hempcrete blocks in the field with private manufacturers. Harris proposes heat standard for workers. Democratic vice presidential candidate Camilla Harris is proposing to mandate federal protections for people, including farm workers, who have to labor outside in high temperatures. A bill the California senator introduced with Ohio Senator Sherrod Brown would require the Occupational Safety and Health Administration to set standards for measures such as paid breaks in cool spaces, access to water, and limits on time a worker can be exposed to heat. Harris said it is absolutely unconscionable that workers in industries from agriculture to construction face excessive heat conditions for hours each day with no protections for their health and safety. A bill is named after a farm worker who died of heat stroke. similar bill was introduced in the House. Keep in mind the bill is in line with Joe Biden's plan to expand farm worker protections. Farmworker Advocates USDA Move Will Slash H-2A Rates Farmworker Justice, which works to protect the rights of farmworkers, says USDA's decision to scrap its annual labor survey will effectively cut the minimum wages that farms must pay H-2A workers next year. Without the survey, the state or federal minimum wage farms will likely only have to pay H-2A workers the state or federal minimum wage, says FJ Senior Staff Attorney Iris Vigora. The adverse effect wage rate farms are now required to pay is based on that USDA survey. Figora says the Labor Department can't change the way AEWR is calculated without going through a notice and comment process to alter its regulations. The USDA action, quote, would result in significant wage cuts for farm workers across the country as compared to the current AEWR, she said. Keep in mind, farm groups tell Agripulse they are not certain how DOL will respond to the USDA action and the department has not responded to a request from AgriPulse for comment on its plans. USDA said it's ending the survey because similar data is available to the public elsewhere. USDA also killed a memorandum of understanding with the Department of Labor on use of the survey. Lenders need to step up on climate, lawmakers told. Ag lenders need to adjust their loan practices so they can provide the financing that farmers need to become more climate resilient. That from a representative of the Environmental Defense Fund speaking with lawmakers yesterday. Highlighting a recent EDF report, Maggie Mattis told the House Select Committee on the Climate Crisis that ag lenders can create loan products that align with the financial needs of farmers who adopt practices that improve climate resilience. Ultimately, this will benefit both farmers and the overall risk of a lender's portfolio. Here's today's She Said It. We all know that our planet is on fire, and the urgency of getting carbon out of the air, carbon out of the water, could not be stronger. Biden knows that. He's put together a strong plan to do that, and a lot of us are going to help him do that and more. That Senator Elizabeth Warren, the Massachusetts Democrat, would ask about Biden's comment at the Tuesday debate that the Green New Deal isn't his plan. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Friday, October 2nd. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Chap Daly.